everybody. It is the Go Blue with Stu podcast. I am your host, of course, Stu Douglas. Be sure to go on to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review. Hit the follow button on Spotify. We finally, big news, we finally made it to over a 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. But don't let that stop you. Go to YouTube, subscribe to that. We really appreciate all the support, all the listens. Um, but we need those we need those subscription numbers. We need those reviews. We need those ratings. So, so keep that up. Really appreciate it. You guys have been great. Uh, we've got a great episode today with Zach Novak, my classmate, a guy I played four years with, my roommate, you know, my, my best friend from Michigan. Uh, love the guy. We had a really great talk. You guys will enjoy it. Uh, super interesting dude. You know, we were originally trying to get me and him to do this together, which would be a lot of fun. Zach's a busy guy. He works way too much for all of that. And, you know, right now, me, I'm uh, kind of in between jobs. I'm going to go back to Israel soon and play basketball. But I got all the time in the world. Zach doesn't have that time. But periodically, we'll have him back on the pod, tell some great stories. You know, we'll have some guests with him. You know, you know I want to tease too much. But I'm hoping we can get a nice little Mitch McGarry, Novak episode combination. I think that would be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. But you guys will enjoy this episode. And, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Get on it. And I appreciate you guys listening and hope you guys enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Zach. I really appreciate you coming on. It's been a minute since we've talked. Uh, you know, we talked before this a little bit. You said you watched a little bit of Michigan. What are your, what are your quick thoughts on the team and Jawan and their success and everything? Yeah. I, you know, I think it's, it's gone about as well as it possibly could have for Juwan, uh replacing Coach B. And I think the, the most interesting thing has been – you know, from my perspective, very differing styles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and obviously recruiting very differently. I don't think you or I are getting off from Juwan. Um, Not quite. But the thing that I've, you know, I've been really impressed with is like culturally, he's, um, I think he's retained and, and built on a lot of the, the good things that were built. Got a group of guys who really like each other. They play hard. Um you know, they're they're selfless and and I think that's cool and you you kind of see them I feel like they have the most energy on the bench on all the teams that that I've seen when I watch and you know, obviously you, you pair that up with a ton of talent and a couple of good dra- grad transfers I you know I think they're they're right there obviously you got um you got Gonzaga and Baylor this year who are clear one and two but yeah I mean there's there's nobody that that they can't beat so it's gonna be fun to watch them come stretch here I see a lot of Zach Novak and Sean D. Brown. Do you do you agree with me? <laughs> Slightly more athletic, probably. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's kind of got that. He, he's got a little chip to him, and he goes out and like the dude just competes. That's what I love. I mean, he's picking people up, he's like straight in, off the bench, getting in their grill. Uh, yeah, and just it just he's high high energy. So yeah, yeah. I've really enjoyed watching him play, and I think of him and. Um, him and Smith, like you just got two guys there who are great players. I think they got they were on some great teams in their career and and I think they're liking winning. <laughs> it's so, crazy. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. I think it's like it obviously helps that they started winning, but it's crazy to have two guys like that come in and just be like, all right, I'll do whatever. Like yeah. I just want to win. And it's so hard to get grad guys or tr- any transfer to really kind of buy in like that, especially two older guys with young guys dominating and stuff. But it's been fun to watch. I was uh, remembering the – now I'm remembering the Livers-Howard um, argument. I don't know if you saw that. I did see that. Yeah. Have you ever – and I was trying to think because 
I asked Beeline about it and I was like, if he ever yelled at me quite like that, and he, he did, but, and I was trying to think if he ever yelled at you or you ever had an argument like that with him before, I feel like that never really happened. Did him and I ever get chippy? I mean, are you like, uh, chip, man, yeah, maybe. Did you even get chippy? I don't, I don't think we really ever got, uh, other than when he caught us drinking our freshman year, he wasn't happy about that. Uh, Threatened us to the yeah. end of our lives. Yeah. No, I think probably the most chippy I ever got with him was when he made me run because you were late to practice. We talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> I no, remember being not happy about. No, I remember you wanted to kill me, and then I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" That that really did work. Like, I mean, I had my sleeping problems, like I had to get over anyways. But I was like, "I that made me feel the worst." Like I could like run forever, but like that actually made me feel bad about it. Yeah, no, that was uh, day one of practice too. That was impressive. Was it day one? Day one, yeah. God. (laughs) I mean, that that was the second time though. That was the problem. Yeah. That's all right. I'm now in much better shape because of it. <laughs> I mean, you didn't run that many gauntlets. I ran all the gauntlets. No, I couldn't run the gauntlet, dude. I could barely run up and down the court. I, my back was like going to fall apart. My knees were falling apart. My hips. I was, I was done by the end. Yeah, dude. I just remember like freshman year when I knew you were going to move to the four, I was just so happy. I was like, I don't want to compete with this dude anymore. Like, I would rather play with Novak. And it was all set up for us to just compete for the two-guard spot. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, this is dumb. Like, I want to have something where, like, you and me are together. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what game that was. Because didn't you start the first game at the two? No, it was was Wisconsin. So, it was the first game of Big Ten. We went to MSV. Yeah. Killed it there. Yeah. You remember that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we played Duke like two weeks later. I had a good game. Yes. And, uh, oh, and then this was, is way later. And yeah. TV3 came up to before the Wisconsin game. He was like, Yeah, man, like, you're, we're going to start you at the four. And I, just, I laughed at him. Like, you're out of your mind. Like, this is the Big Ten. And it, the starting four of Wisconsin that year was Joe Kravinoff, who was like, God. Like a senior guy who's just yeah. like Wisconsin strong. I'm like he's like Mister Wisconsin, yeah. And then I had my career high in points the next game and never uh, never topped it. What'd you have? <laughs> a twenty. <laughs> well, we both have the same career high. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that being that. I remember that Duke game and just being an asshole like. We won, and I was like, I didn't play. Like, <laughs> no vet killed it. I didn't play. Like, I couldn't quite get into it the same way, although it was just an insane – one of the more insane wins, like, at home. I'm trying to think if we had a bigger win at home. Did we ever have one? Uh, Not as big of, like, a, probably, like, a like an underdog win. Yeah. A state game our senior year, though, for, for game day was was pretty good. That was crazy. I mean, that was the loudest price I ever was. Yeah, I was reminiscing about that the other day and the questions we had and the favorite uh, sideline reporter. And I said, Tony Saragusa, and, and I caught a lot of flack for that because <laughs> I didn't say Aaron Andrews. That was classic. Yeah, I still get crap from... Uh from Sam when she's like if we watch a Margot Robbie movie she's like oh yeah you love Margot Robbie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't live that stuff down yeah no no it's coming back on 
I said, I said I would be like, I wanted to go on a date with my girlfriend and Portnoy got on Twitter and called me soft. He wasn't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Right. You've learned. You've learned and now you've grown from it. I guess so. (laughs) Um, Okay. I want to go like talk about like our senior year. Cause I was thinking about us and I mean, I've been reminiscing on this podcast about my time with Trey and like a lot of it's like senior year and like when they really had the most success. And I try and think about like the Ohio loss and how we peaked like right before really senior night was when we lost it. And that's to me is the most painful loss I've had in college, I think. I mean, just, yeah, just because we lost to Purdue, we could have been undefeated at home that year, you know, and if everything did fall into place like it did, we could have run one outright, the Big Ten, and it was just super painful. And then going into the Big Ten tournament, we didn't, we didn't care about the Big Ten tournament at all. And then we get into Ohio and we lose. And then I was thinking like in the locker room, like, I think crying maybe a little bit, but then also we like started laughing and it was like this weird mix of emotions. I mean, do you remember any of that? Uh, I don't remember laughing. I don't know if I was, in, was I in the laughing? Group? I swear. Like it was just like, there was like something cathartic about it yeah. being over. Uh, I, you know, I think that senior year we had, you know, we didn't really know what to expect coming into the year. Right. Cause we yeah. had, you know, we had come back our junior year, but Darius was gone. Got Trey coming in. Um, obviously, you know, Tim had a great freshman year. Yeah. Honestly, his sophomore year was probably the, his down year in his college career. Yeah. yeah. And, and yet, you know, we're still in, you know, in it at the end and, you know, get a share of the, the Big Ten pilot. Honestly, I think what it came on to for us was it was minutes. I mean, we all played – so it was a tight rotation that year. You know, yeah. guys playing the bulk of it. And you know, I think by the time we got to the end, like I remember that Ohio game was the hardest game, like physically ever. It's not like they, I mean, they were, they were a good team, but it's not like they were physically dominating. It was just like, just literally exhausted. It's like done. And yeah. there was nothing left in the tank. And I think, I think we just saw, I think we smelled some blood in the water with the Big Ten championship. And we put everything we had into that, and like that was it. There was none. There was nothing left. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I remember the Ohio game just feeling kind of strange, like the whole time. Like there were so many games, especially like the entire Big Ten season was like I felt in control, and we were seniors, and for whatever reason, that Ohio game just didn't really feel like in control. Like the all of them just played like crazy, and it was all confusing. Of like. DJ Cooper went off in the first half. Walter Offit went off in the second half. The four man hit like just dumb shots. He and then that that same roster the next year didn't even make the tournament. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, obviously it was John Gross coaching, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. It I was mean, just like it was like hit us. And I remember just like after the game, like what the hell just happened? Like I don't even know. That's the thing. I, I think that probably it's hard for like fans to realize around the incident of like tournament, like. Maybe that's part of it. Like, it doesn't really hit you that it's over. And for wow. seniors, like, that's it. And so it's basically, you get on a plane one day, you go to practice, next day you play a game, like, that's it. It's done. 
It's like, what just happened? And that year, I remember like it was it was quick. And you know, that team, you remember the draw too. I mean, we we the Big Ten was the best conference in the country that year. Yep. You know, we split it and somehow we ended up with a four seed. Like that was I thought that was BS. And that was it was the worst possible matchup for us ever. Lit. A well-coached mid-major team. With DJ Cooper, with a, with a scoring point guard. Like, it just, all of it was bad. I would have rather played, you know, pick, pick your, you know, top. Any SEC team. school. Yeah, anybody. anybody I don't care. Literally. Uh, and it just, it was a bad, it was a bad matchup for us. And not our night. Yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, like, I don't get too bitter about the, NCAA like results but it does piss me off to think like never made the sweet 16 but we always we, I mean we, we're always like overachieving I guess but it, it almost feels worse it's like just overachieve one more game you know like just do it like a little bit more but I try and like not think about the results as much when I think back on our career and like what we did yeah uh, I mean the NCAA stuff's it's a little tough because you know I think that, I mean, it's what you, you get in the draw, right? Our freshman year was happy to make it. It was, you know, the miracle we made it, right? Yeah. And you, know, you get Blake Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> and then our junior year, you get Kyrie and Duke, who that was the worst. That was my worst loss. I think we should have won that game. Oh, yeah, that that that's definitely my top three. Yeah. yeah. And, uh yeah, Darius, you're watching this. I was open. I'm still open. Both of us. Um, both of us. Yeah. We, both of us would have hit the shot. Nah, it's uh, hard to get in shape. No, of course, yeah. He carried uh, the whole team, yeah. Yeah, but um, I think that game was terrible. And then the senior year, when we finally do, like, earn a good seed, we just literally, like, the worst matchup possible. Yeah, it, um, it is always a crapshoot when that stuff happens. And it's like, funny, think about player you know. You know when it's a shit match and it's it's not it's not great i don't think any of us like you know obviously no one's gonna like oh crap it's ohio but yeah it was like we looked at it like this is not this is the team that we end up like beating by like five in november in chrysler and run the next day yeah exactly (laughs) everyone's making mistakes yeah exactly i just remember a quick tidbit and then we'll move on um I just remember after the game, we got off the plane back in Ann Arbor and Kathleen, God bless Kathleen Beeline. She comes up to me and she's like, I didn't really process everything. She comes up and she's like, this must be like a big relief, like a big weight off your shoulders that everything is over. And I was like, damn, yeah, I guess it is. Thinking about like those responsibilities that you and I had for two years being the oldest guys and the team captain, team captains, and just like thinking about how much I wouldn't call it a burden but it's just a lot it was just a lot to deal with and I wouldn't trade it for anything but once it's over you're like damn that was it's just high stakes all the time but you just get lost in the middle of it yeah and I think you know you you get to this point where you are you know you're in a bubble you're in two bubbles like you're in your like local bubble in Ann Arbor where you're just like yeah. always eyes on you um, I can only imagine how it is today, by the way, with like all the social media stuff was starting to come up when we were in, but not like it is now. No, not even close. Uh, 
but then you're like you're on national tv all these people like everybody's got these expectations of you and like, it's all good like i enjoyed it but you know you always have to be on there you don't you don't ever have an opportunity to be off or, or take a breath yeah i think that's kind of it when it ends you're like huh like well like actually i have more than like three days in a row without like somebody texting me what i'm doing and it's just like it's totally weird like what do i what do i do with the time now and then you transit i i found like the transitioning like it actually hit me probably most like going into the next thing i did because you're it's, you don't really know you always have the off season right yeah that wasn't that weird it's when like the next season started and all of a sudden i'm in zwolle in the netherlands yeah. and you know <laughs> my my coach is you know speaking dutch and it's just like a totally different experience. And, you know, there's like school kids running around practice. I'm like, what the heck? Like, you're not in Michigan anymore. And no. it's just kind of like, that was the part of the flow. It hits it, you fast. And, and again, I think it's hard to really like appreciate that until, um, until you like go through it. So it's like hard for people that just watch and really grasp, I think. Yeah, for sure. It's funny you said the, the things that we didn't have to like report anymore senior year. And I remember enjoying uh, St. Patrick's Day for the first time ever. <laughs> like actually enjoying it on campus. We're like, I can go be seen drinking now on campus. Like who cares? I did that today. I'd be hungover for two weeks. Oh, done. We would have been yeah. dead. Yeah. But I want to go to the, I want to ask you like, was the kids the first time? Because seeing the kids in Zwolle, like, for me, it was when I got to Pamplona, Spain, and they told me that, you know, the Wi-Fi wasn't going to be for another day or two, and I had no phone, and I'm sitting there by myself, and I'm like, I have to read a book, like it's <laughs> 1920 or something by candlelight, like, like yeah. what am I doing? Why am I here? And it was, you know, everything that I had dreamed of doing, maybe not playing in Pamplona, but like yeah. playing basketball for money, you know, is a dream you have as a kid, and then you get there, and you're like, wait, what the hell? Like, did you have one of those moments in the beginning, first couple of weeks? Um, well, I think we, we approached it very different. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, I, I think you were, like, you knew the career and you wanted to do it. With me, I was, like, one to three years and I'm out. And then yeah. four months in, I was like, oh, yeah, more like one, I'm out. And so I, I kind of took, like, when I first got there, yeah, it was really weird. I had, a weird, I had an interesting living situation where I lived in, I lived above a grocery store and basically it was almost like a shared house with like seven other guys. So I lived with, I lived with two, like the, the school that sponsored us was between our like junior year of high school to sophomore year of college. So I lived with two guys who were like 17. I lived with our point guard, uh, one of the point guards, a Dutch guy um who's still playing he's on the national team over there so like, that was, pretty, was a good guy played with tanner smith who we played at clemson yep and then there was another guy on the team b2 national player of the year josh josh Mujet, yeah who ends up going to, like playing the nba which is, like totally talk about underdog stories about yeah. underdog stories. Like, awesome but like insane and i just remember and i lived with one other guy from the volleyball team in town <laughs> his name was Tyman, but I thought his name was Diamond. And I'm like, yeah, people here named Diamond? What the heck? And uh, he, he, was a, he was an interesting guy, a little bit more quiet, but 
for me, like it ended up being pretty cool because once I like, I pretty much stopped taking the basketball seriously pretty quick and was just like, I'm just going to live like a 22 year old in Holland that doesn't have anything to do but work for an hour and a half a day. Yeah. Like, it was just one of the most fun years I ever had. I mean, I was going out with my buddies, you know, we were having, having beers, just going out in the town, school town. Uh, and it was good. And I think, it, you know, as it gets further out, you know, I probably appreciate it more than I did when I was actually in it. Yeah. I, I remember you like trying to like keep up because at the time, I don't think we could, I could even watch your games. Um, I remember just like watching your stats and the box scores. And then you sent me a video of you doing a windmill off two feet. And I was like, this dude is playing free as hell. Like there's not a care in the world and he's just killing it. Like I, which is funny because I knew you were capable of doing all of these things, right? Like you did it in high school. You, you could have done it more in college, but it's just fun. I mean, I, I think I had the same one tell you. I was like, all right, let's get back to high school me and let's just play yeah. a little more free. And that was, that was fun. That was a relief. For sure. And also like, it's, it's amazing how much better your legs feel when you don't play defense. <laughs> <laughs> For 40 <laughs> minutes straight. There's no, yeah. yeah. I was like, whatever. I'm What's on. a stance? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, no, one of the, and one of the coolest things over there mentioning my legs feeling better. Do you remember there was a guy who was like one of the early YouTube sensations, a white dude from Canada, and he won this dunk contest. What was his name? Um, he was on Best Damn Sports Show, period. If I showed you the video, you'd know it 100%. I can't believe I don't remember his name. Um, so they were getting ready for this game. And like this guy who was like the early YouTube dunker. Skinny guy, right? Small? He was like, he wasn't huge, but yeah, he was like white dude that just was from Canada. Henry okay. Beckering. That was Henry Beckering. Okay. Go look up his YouTube video after this. Like, the dude could get up. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm playing him. And, and we get in the game. I grab a, a board off a free throw, take it coast to coast, and I'm going up. And so there's this awesome picture of like, I'm just dunking on him and he's like, hands in, trying not to get hit. And I was like, yeah, I'm done this year. That's all I needed to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm retired. Oh, Michigan's in the final four. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go. I, I mean, we've talked about this a million times, but like for this podcast, I need like a quick rundown. Give me like a minute rundown of this story because to me, it is my favorite story. Like I will lay out my point of view. Okay. Like you just said, we had different mindsets going into everything, but I'm going overseas. Like I am missing, I missed my sister's wedding because. Yeah. I'm overseas and doing this thing. And like, I can't, it, it was in August. I get over there, you know, I'm trying to check everything seriously. I'm getting paid for this. Like I'm taking it all seriously. And then March comes around, Michigan's in the final four and you hit me up and you're like, yeah, I'm going to the game. <laughs> yeah. So, so the way that it went, I mean, at this point, my coach, I did not see eye to eye at all. And it was like, it was, it was a good experience for me, but unique. And you know, part of it was me like trying to get rid of, you know, used to not be an initiator. It, it was partially on me too. It wasn't that. But like we just butted in. Mm-hmm. And I was over it. Like I said, I knew I was gone. So when Michigan made it, I was like, there's no way. And I, I you know, I probably had a few beers and booked a flight, you know, impulsively. And then had to go tell my coach the next day. And you know, if they, they win the game, they're going to the final four. I buy the ticket, but it's bought. I'm going. And and I walk in his office and I was like, all right, here's the deal. And he's like, what? 
and it's him and the GM. And I said, look, Michigan's in the final four. Like, yeah, that's really cool. And I was like, you have two options. Either you're cool with me going to the game and I will fly back or you're not and you can keep the rest of my money and I'm out of here. <laughs> and, and I like, they, they didn't know what to do. I mean, they're just shell shocked. They're like, I cannot believe this is like, he's actually making this request. And I'm just like, look, I, it is what it is. I'm not missing this. And they said, here's what we're going to do. You're going to tell everybody that you're sick. We're going to tell the league that you're sick. Go there. Do not do any TV interviews. And I'm like, yeah, sir, it's cool. So they let me go because they're like, they need to come back, right? I'm like leading the team in scoring. I'm, you know, first team all. They're not going to like tell me not to come back. So I go down there. We're in the final four hotel or whatever. And uh, I forget who I walked by. It might have been Jim Jackson. Walking by and they got the, you know, the studio set up. And he's like, hey, can we get an interview? I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? So, so I do this interview and uh, whatever. The game ends, whatever, and I end up playing back for first practice. And uh, the GM, you know, we're warming up. We're doing like the first uh, personal jog. And this, this guy's big. Like he, he's this interesting. He looked like a, like a cartoon character, right? Big bald guy. Zuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm caught. I'm caught. We specifically told you, we told the league you were sick, and if you show up on TV in America. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm not I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. And uh, it was fine. It was fine. We ended up the year we got swept in the playoffs, and that was it. Yeah, I think I remember you were like, yeah, I don't care. Like, playoffs is done. Like, who cares? Well, actually, it, it worked perfectly because it was King's Day. So that, and in the Netherlands, they have this thing called Queen's Day or King's Day. It's just like basically our 4th of July, right? Go celebrate okay. the Queen. And the Queen was was abdicating the throne to a new king that year. So it was an extra big party. I mean, it was literally the entire city of Amsterdam was like shoulder to shoulder Damn. party. And it was, I mean, I was like, well, I got to hit this. So I delayed my flight home. <laughs> and hit that and it was uh it was awesome great time one of those like once in a lifetime type deals and i was glad we got swept yeah i remember i mean there's many years where i'm like we're not gonna win the championship just let's lose already let's like who cares on. let's yeah. just go on. yeah um well we i want to tell a couple more stories and i got a couple more questions for you i gotta have you back on so i don't want to tell everything um but I want you, while I tell my favorite, one of my favorite stories about you, you got to think about one of your favorite stories about me. And if you can't, that's fine. Or something trivial, it doesn't matter. But I love this story. And people, you know, who are listening or didn't watch before this, Zach got on and he's got background Zoom. So then he changes it to a background of the Chicks Dig Scars shirt. If anybody is familiar with that, where Zach is bleeding down his face and onto his maize jersey and they made a shirt for it Where, where'd they sell that they sold it on campus somewhere didn't they one year underground printing Go underground. amazing so he put that on there and my story involves that so there it is there it is it says chicks dig scars if you can't read it yes. it's one of the best pictures ever but there's a there's another picture that's not that one that like i think you can look it up online i think it's it'll come up in google images and it's you like livid like really pissed off 
And I mean, you would get excited in games and get like, you know, channel that energy a lot because it would help you, help you a lot. But what people don't know is that when you got pissed on the sideline is because you came off, you don't remember what happened. I remember you not knowing what happened. We're like, Zach, what happened? Like, why are you bleeding? You're like, kind of upset. You're, you're like, a little excited. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. And you're like, okay. Like, uh, did anybody see it? I'm like talking to the bench because I'm on the bench. And then me and Ant are right there next to you. And Ant Wright, for not anyone that doesn't know Ant Wright, he, go, he turns to you and he's like, yeah, uh, Alex Legion, who almost was on Michigan no, freshman year, yeah. from Kentucky, almost went to Michigan, they ended up playing in Illinois. He's like, yeah, Alex elbowed you on purpose. <laughs> and you were like, I don't, I don't want to cuss too much, but you're yeah. like, no, no way. Like, like you got to be kidding me. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. And like, I'm like, Ant, what are you doing? He did not do that. And, he, and Ant, you know, Ant's just an instigator. He's like, I don't know. I just want to see how to react. And like, I knew he'd be pissed off. So it'd be funny. And I'm like, he's going to go kill Alex out on the court. And then you're going to be an accomplice to murder at the very least. He's going to get suspended. And you kept your cool. Like I'll, I'll give you props. You kept your cool, but that stuff was, I think you even ripped the Jersey, didn't you? Cause you were so mad. Uh, no, 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 no. There was blood all over the jersey. But I swear you got mad and then ripped it because you knew you had to change it, and I swear you ripped it. I'll have to... That was probably another game. That was probably another game. Yeah, that's that. one of my favorite I stories. I did that before, but I don't think I did it that time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it just seems like right up your alley. But yeah, yeah that's, that's one of my favorite untolds. Like, it's like mythical, your, your bleeding picture, but like people don't know the half of it which is like the funniest part of it which i always love but you, you got a, you got a story for me I got that um <laughs> there was one time i remember you were playing video games in my room oh yeah this is good <laughs> and it was the, it was the only time i've ever seen you actually get pissed like really yeah. pissed. i guess we both, we both remember when we get pissed apparently yeah, um, and you you left you'd done it a couple times, and you left a couple Budweisers all over the place. Yeah, and this I, one was bad. I came home after a night out, and you know, wasn't thinking totally clearly. And there was some beers. I was like, there are some bottles here. Oh, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was enough for me to just hold. And so I walk in your room. I'm like, here, you take them. And as I just see it in the air, just they were full and beer just goes everywhere. It's all over the walls. It's everywhere. Yeah. And like, I tried to dry it off. I remember you got home a little bit later and you walk in, are you kidding me? And like got in my face. Like I would have done to someone else. I mean, you didn't have that in you and you had it in you. I was like, I was one, I was a little like, wow, it felt bad. <laughs> was like, yeah. Sorry. I'm a little scared. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was like kind of proud. I swear. Yeah. That one sticks with me. That one sticks with me too. And I swear, like, we became better friends after that. Like, we became closer. Yeah. And it was like, but there was always this thing. There's always, there's always been a competition between you and me. Like, from the beginning, like, you're just always, you're always competing with other people, anyways. But like, you and me are white kids under recruited from Indiana and fighting for, you know, it's all all the, all the cliche stuff. And then it was like, there was like never a boiling point between you and me. And it was like a little bubble burst and you're like, all right, cool. Like, yeah. And I swear the relationship changed after that. Like nothing crazy. We were good friends, but it was like a weird, 
Yeah. I, it's hard to explain almost. Uh, it's like you got to go through some shit with somebody and then and you're like, oh, wait, yeah, this is good. This is fun. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. I love that. That's like one of my favorite things. Like, that's why I love the Isaiah Livers, John Hunt thing. Like, yeah. you can get pissed and yell at someone and then turn around and be like, cool. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. I got two more things from you and then we'll get out of here. One real quick Skeeps or Ricks? Skeeps to Ricks. <laughs> okay. That's a unique <laughs> answer that I have not heard yet. And I'll allow it. I really appreciate that. Damn, that's a good answer. I never did that. I always quit. It was skeeps and then I was done. <laughs> no. uh, I would, and I, oh, I made that walk many times. And you just cut right through the dyad. Easy. You'd sneak a roadie or two for the way. Yep. I mean, maybe put a little snus in. You never know. Yeah, it was good to go. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, and I've been asking everyone this. What is like, one of the major things that you learned at Michigan or you taken away like a lesson, like something that really stick with stuck with you and, and it sticks with you to this day. Uh, I, it's easy for me right now. I mean, I, um, the amount of things I find myself at work doing that I'm like, Oh, I get why beeline, like why coaches like this now mm-hmm. that manage a team, you know, you know, 20, 30 people. And, uh, you know, it's very, and it's sales, right. And it's, it's yeah. so similar to sport. And so I like just the amount of just like pulling on different like tactics that he used and taking the, the approach of like, you know, most sales you think like there's like Glenn Ritten, Gary Glenn Ross film where it's like, always be closing in your face, you know, MF this and that. And it's more like, just taking a like teacher type approach to it type approach and just like really methodical. And like, we even have a thing called film review. <laughs> it, literally we run it, we run it. And I, I'll have one like seller every two weeks say, all right, you went and sold for two weeks. What were your F's? What was terrible that like I'd be running for? What were the, what were the learning plays? And then what, what went great? And like, that's awesome. Totally adopted it, and so it's like I never thought because a lot of it was a lot of the shit that drove me nuts, right? Yeah, yeah. and and now I'm like crap, and I'm like I'll find myself even using his sayings. Like I said yesterday, someone I said eh, Hayes and the Barney, that one. Like, oh what? How old are you, Zach? <laughs> yeah, and, and so it's, just, it's funny that it's like basically how much of that you soak in. It's not like I was writing notes of like, Oh yeah. 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 The coach. It's not like I was watching him and like, Oh, I want to see how he coaches. And it just like stuck. Yeah. It is funny. It's funny because you get that perspective, especially from your point of view, now running a team. It's like the whole time you're like, why doesn't he see things from my point of view? And you're like, I understand his point. Like, no, you don't. You got to actually experience that pressure and managing all these young dumbasses and like it's a totally different ball game well it, i mean it's interesting yeah i mean my team blocks like a great team uh love the team and you know it's interesting we have a lot of it's very similar to to like us at michigan in the sense like you know i've got like a lot of like elite level people like we we have very complex business and we have you know we like i treat it like recruiting for a d1 team and so it's also interesting just managing that's the other thing I think I learned 
going from, you know, getting you out of bed to getting Trey Burke, you know, you know, yeah, just letting him run to getting Timmy's head straight. Right. Um, the different personalities and managing that and um, that part of it comes in handy, like massively. Yeah. The fact that that's natural. And I think that probably the ability to like do that and understand how people are working and, and like you need to do in a game, you kind of just like remove the emotion from it. And you're just like, you got to just think you're out there. It's, it's happening so fast. I like, I didn't realize how big of an advantage that would be. And it's just like huge. Like pe people who didn't go through that experience don't have that. And so it's been served me pretty well. Yeah, no, I'm forever thankful to have the responsibility of you were three-time captain. I was two-time captain. Just like having the responsibilities a lot, but it's just the best to learn about people and how to manage. And like, yeah, it's really invaluable. And I've never really talked about it with anybody else, which is funny that we're bringing it up now. I've never really discussed it with anybody. And that just kind of came up organically. Like it's something I value, I'll value forever. So it's fun. Um, but yeah, that, that wraps it up, Zach. We have to have you back on uh, Let's do it. whenever you're, whenever you are free or working nonstop and other stuff in your life that's real busy. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, well, I could talk to you for forever. So we, I'm, I'm surprised we kept this under well, hopefully a 45 yeah, we, minutes. We can keep going. Minus uh, the hot spots. Not stop. <laughs>